So, yesterday I go see a movie late night. All right? It's a fairly girly flick. I go with a friend. And this friend... So, there were three potential movies, all right? There were two horror ones. I forgot the names of them. But they were more interesting to me than this late night movie. Now... I was getting off work at a certain time at 7 and the only movie, the only movies that were showing after 7 were, you know, the two horror movies and then this late night movie. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, we'll go see a movie. Some, something, something to do, (laughs) I guess you could say. And it's good to see flicks every once in a while, stay stay in tune with pop culture. Um, Amy Ryan from The Wire was in there. B.D. Russell. Anyway, she was in there. Her cat, it was more like a cameo. Anyway, I go see this movie and fuck. I haven't laughed that hard in, I wouldn't say a while. But I, I, I was laughing fucking the majority of the movie. Now, combination of good writing, maybe. Good comedy, quote unquote. And also just the general tiredness of the week. And I was just like, yo, this is fucking funny. Oh, okay, I'm going to have to bounce. I'll be back. This same friend, we're about to go do some shit. They're not ready yet, but they said a few minutes. Anyway, that movie was so funny, man. Late night. And I don't do movie reviews. That's definitely another area of things that I do not talk about on the Rantcast. But, or, sorry, on MR7, but... I gotta say, the message here, if you're in a period of overwork, or if you're in a lowdown period, or if you feel like you're hitting a brick wall, sometimes these mindless, mundane activities, oh, seen a movie, sometimes that shit can spark some A, hilarity, B, just a different outlook on things. It was an interesting movie, because it was about a late night show talk host who had been doing it for 30 years and her writing had become stale and she was she's like an alpha type woman personality right so she's the alpha female and she's like in control of this team full of men who are like the gang that can't shoot straight now at one point in her career she was on top but as times go on and there's the Conan O'Briens and the Swans and the so forths her show starts to sink and it's funny because she's oblivious to how much her show sucks but she then hires okay long story short she hires a new writer this new writer is a is what is what is referred to throughout the movie as a oh a diversity hire so she's indian indian american um she had worked in a chemical plant but she's also really, really fucking funny, and she was a fan of this of this ladies' talk show. So she comes in, basically gets hated on, being in a male-dominated industry, excels, writes some of the funniest shit, becomes a confidant to the talk show host. I don't even remember the talk host talk show host name. Anyway, moral of the story is. There's some themes in that movie that are that are worth picking up on. But the moral of the story is watching that movie, watching a really funny movie that also touches on the diversity hire issue, 
had me A laughing and B being like Huh There are chick flicks out there The last chick flick that I can really say that I'm like Yo that was some next level shit Was Mean Girls I know very few people Men included <laughs> Even some of the toughest dudes They see Mean Girls are like oh, Okay that was, that was some jokes ass shit Too bad Lindsay Lohan You know Went downhill But downhill as in Mental health wise and drug addiction wise But hey it is what it is It happens to people So I suggest y'all go check out Late Night Anyway I'm gonna go stand outside Wait for my friend here Alright peace So Continue with this With this theme of Seeing flicks you wouldn't usually see And being surprised I'm gonna keep this one short Because I actually don't want to talk too much more about movies <laughs> Tomorrow I'm seeing Some movie called the, Was it Yesterday? It's about that movie where the dude It's like some alternate reality shit Where like he wakes up and He's talking to people about certain Beatles songs And like You know I forgot how it goes. Either they don't exist in that world or something. Anyway, in this alternate reality, he ends up becoming the guy to write all these classic Beatles songs and then he becomes a megastar, so on and so forth. I saw the trailer when I saw that other movie, uh, that late night movie. And so we're going to go see it tomorrow. I'm... Where, where was I going with that thought? <laughs> I'm like, okay, two movies in three days in lighter nature, you know, of a lighter nature, something to ease the mind from some of the more serious things that are happening in life, serious things that are being done. Um, it's 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 not even therapy. It's like. It's not even therapy. It's like you are just allowing yourself to experience something that is escapism. There you go. There's the word. I've said escapism so many times on the show. Escapism is a valuable um, strategy. Escapism is a valuable uh, possibility. I'm trying to sound smart here. Escapism is valuable. Say it like this Escapism is valuable We need these escapist moments That are healthy In order to survive Could you imagine just Working Multiple jobs And never having time off Or working seven days a week And never having time off And when you do have time off All you do is sit on the couch Or sleep So it happened last year And Mental health and physical health Went to shit So I advise y'all those of you who find yourself in the position where you're like maybe working multiple things or going to school or you're trying to balance or you're in a shitty relationship and that shitty relationship is um, becoming stressful for thou. You got to find those ways of escapism. All right. Or you got to find ways to escape. You got to find escapist opportunities. Right. And there's this theory, it's interesting, let's talk about this. There's this theory about the rise of 
superhero movies and the rise of, you know, these sorts of films because human humans are increasingly more depressed, increasingly more pessimistic, and therefore the escapism in the form of, of films, in the form of theater, is representative of that. So see how Marvel is just blowing up not even blowing up but see how Marvel is just like every two months there's a new Marvel movie kind of thing <laughs> it's like that is a perfect example of that we're looking to pe- well not we let me not put myself in there people are looking for something to save them people are looking to feel as if there's a, there's a possibility that they can be saved and that's where these movies come into play it's like, oh, let me go pacify myself for two and a half hours watching something that would that would um, fuel my need to feel like there's a savior out there. And often, and I won't say often, but when for those who are non-Christian, this becomes the new religious thing. It's like when I was talking about spirituality overlapping with religion and how people have now like like spirituality and yoga and all these various like healing crystals and shit is the new religion maybe people are acknowledging it and maybe i'm just the one out of the loop but to me it's indicative of a larger need for to acknowledge something greater than oneself and to try and tap into that so to, <laughs> to tie that back to movies it's the same thing. The hero. It's the hero's quest. You know, Gilgamesh and so on. Maybe Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh was the one who brought light to the world, was it? You're right. We're looking for Gilgamesh. Unfortunately, we're looking for Gilgamesh in the form of Hollywood, which for generations has just produced content that ropes you in and produces content that essentially just keeps you hooked it's just a dopamine rush it's drugs hollywood and sugar are the same thing hollywood and and um and fucking you know alcohol are the same thing it's the same thing anything that you become addicted to that's escapism falls in the same ballpark right So enjoy flicks and enjoy, because especially the social part of it, a lot of time drugs and alcohol can turn into a solo endeavor. Flicks, not so much. Flicks have an experience around them. See, now now I'm waving the cape for the fucking movies. These movies have a social experience around them and they are therefore, you know, they are able to permeate pop culture in the sense that you see a movie that's somewhat popular and you can go and talk about that shit. You have small talk, right? You can go to the office and talk about that shit with people and feel some sense of of we have a common experience. You know? Anyway. I don't want to really talk too much about movies anymore, so <laughs> I'm done with this. Peace out, folks.